If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growanemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growanemaillist.com. That's growanemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. It's so unbelievably important to understand that we have that power to feel and be the person that we want to be right now. And if we do that, we're going to attract those opportunities to us a lot faster so that all of a sudden we're not just seeing it in our minds, we're seeing it in real life. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Do you feel like you're not living up to your full potential or making the impact that you know you're personally capable of? Maybe you feel like you lack the confidence to show up in the world as who you really are and what you really want. Whether you are an ambitious entrepreneur or a visionary creative or simply yearning for a life that aligns with your true identity, my guest today is about to give you the ultimate toolkit to equip you with the confidence and the skills that you need to boldly take action and leave your personal and unforgettable mark on the world. Jen Gottlieb has been a guest on the Gold Digger podcast before, and she is a power house entrepreneur. She's an international speaker, host of the I Dare You podcast, and the co-founder of Super Connector Media. It's an award-winning training, events, and online education company. With a successful five-year stint as a VH1 host, which you're going to hear all about, and a career as a Broadway actress, which we also discussed, Jen has been making waves in the entrepreneurial world by teaching business owners how to build profitable brands and become the recognized expert in their field. As a sought-after speaker, Jen has shared the stage with thought leaders and celebrities, and her company, Super Connector Media, was recently listed in the Inc. 5000 list of fastest-growing private companies in America. Jen herself was named one of the top 50 speakers in the world by Real Leaders Magazine, so you are in for another treat today. In her debut book, Be Seen, Jen delivers tactical proven methods that have helped over 30,000 individuals redefine their brand, their business, and and their lives in order to create more financial independence and impact the world with their message. 
tackling everything from how to finally see yourself to building confidence to harnessing the law of attraction and what we really think about manifestation. Today's conversation is your inspiring roadmap to stop hiding and start being seen for your magical uniqueness. Utilizing real life stories, mic drop moments, and actionable steps, Jen wants to help you grow your customer base, take your first brand building steps, and turn your dream into your reality. I am so excited to welcome Jen Gottlieb, but back to the Gold Digger podcast. What if you could find, track, and close deals all in one place? And what if your schedule and your goals, your to-do list and emails were organized in one tab instead of dozens? What if connecting with customers didn't leave you with so many what ifs? And what if I stopped talking in questions and just told you about HubSpot Sales Hub? Meet the new powerful and easy to use sales software designed to help sales teams prospect smarter, grow revenue faster, and mine deeper customer insights all on one connected platform. With HubSpot Sales Hubs, your data, tools, and teams are fully linked on a highly customizable platform that's actually a joy to use. It's smart software for smart sales teams who want to close the year strong. Visit HubSpot.com slash sales to learn more. That's hubspot.com slash sales. This episode is sponsored by Higher Dose, at-home wellness tools inspired by biohacking technologies to ignite vitality from the inside out. Visit jennacutcher.com slash higher dose and use the code gold digger for 15% off site-wide with the exceptions of full saunas, bundles, and subscriptions. I am so excited for today. You guys are in for a treat. We have a comeback queen. It is my friend, Jen. Welcome back to the Gold Digger podcast. So excited to be here, Jenna. Can't wait to dive in. Oh my goodness. So anyone that listened to episode 515, you got a masterclass from Jen. So really quick, Jen, I want people to listen to that if they haven't yet, but we're going to give awesome value today. But tell us very quickly who you are and what you do. And then we're just going to dive into this conversation. Yes. So definitely listen back to that old episode because we, we really went tactical in that episode too. So I really want them to get that. I'm Jen. I'm the co-founder of Super Connector Media. Our company helps entrepreneurs and business owners build profitable brands. But most importantly, I help people be seen. And my book that's coming out is called Be Seen. But I don't just teach people how to be seen just by strategy online and posting the greatest content, posting the greatest images. It's really about being seen as who you really are. So you can attract those loyal customers and followers that are ride or die, that love you for you. And that's long game visibility. That's long game brand building. And, and that's what I feel like I've been put on this planet to do to help people truly be seen and see themselves as the best version of them so they can present that to the world. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love that. So it's so interesting that this is the topic for today and the topic of your book, because I feel like the more conversations I have, the more women feel like they aren't fully welcomed. They can't enter a room and be all that they are, right? It's compartmentalizing the pieces of ourselves, whether it's wife or mother or entrepreneur or CEO or side hustler, whatever that is. Can you share a story that kind of inspired this whole Be Seen movement and and how it felt for you so that our listeners can start to think about times in their lives where maybe they weren't fully seen and they felt it, but they couldn't necessarily pinpoint what that feeling was? Yeah. So I spent five years on a TV show on VH1 all about heavy metal music. Like... (laughs) 
literally, okay. So you're looking at everyone that's listening right now. Maybe you've looked at my Instagram or like, Jen, heavy metal music. Exactly. I, I was an actress back in my former life and I got this job on this show, which was very exciting for me as a, an actress that just needed a job. And I was my, Jenna, my title on this show was Miss Box of Junk. That was my name. That was like what? my character's name, Miss Box of Junk. Yes, my job was, it was a heavy metal talk show where we interviewed these rock stars, like the guys from Metallica and ACDC and all the biggest rock stars in the world. And my job was to be the hot chick and walk out with this big box of junk, which was like prizes, but junk prizes. Yeah. And whenever the in-studio audience member would win, they would put their hand inside my box and pick out like a beer koozie or like a CD. And that was my job on this show. And- it started as that, but the show grew and became more popular and more successful. And I stayed on with it. And five years later, this is a really popular show. And I had built this brand and this image and this audience based around me being some heavy metal girl. Oh. And I say that because I was being so seen. Like I was on the show for a very long time. I was very publicly seen. Like if we're talking about being seen, yes, I was but I was being seen as a version of myself that I thought I needed to be for everybody else around me to like me, to approve of me. And I was basically living this lie. Whoa. And when you're being seen as an inauthentic version of who you are, just to prove something to somebody else or to be who you need to be for other people, for me, at least it ate away my insides. Like it yeah. really, every single day I felt like this pull, like, Jen, this is not you. What are you doing? And I, I fully believe that when you're out of alignment in the person that you're portraying and the person that you're being, and you can't get back into alignment of who you truly are, sometimes something will happen. This is what happened to me, at least that it's outside of you that you have no control over that will bring you back to who you really are. Yeah. Or sometimes shit happens. So the shift can happen. Ooh. And so for me, it was like a week in, in a week's time, I lost the show. The show got canceled. The guy that I was dating at the time that was totally not right for me ended up leaving me for one of my friends. And I found myself in a severe depression all alone with like no job, no relationship and not knowing who the hell I was and having to start over. That was the beginning of the journey of really figuring out, Jen, who are you? Yeah. Who do you want to be seen as? And allowing myself to take down that mask that I hid behind for so long and stop living by the shoulds, like what everyone else wanted from me or what I should be or who I should be with or what I should represent myself as and started to finally be a little bit more unapologetic about who I really am and what I want to share with the world. Okay. This is so powerful. And it's so interesting because I've had so many conversations lately, especially with women that are in their thirties, where we're kind of in this space of analyzing, like, who am I? What do I want to do? What do I want my life to be like? What do I want it to feel like? And it's this interesting place where I think it has us asking, like, how do I want to be seen? And what does that look like? Let's talk about the topic of imposter syndrome. What are your thoughts on it? What do you believe is happening with so many of us and why does it exist? Okay. So the first thing I want to do is like tell everybody, if you're having imposter syndrome in any moment of your life and you feel like you're the only one, please remove that from your brain right now. Because I talk to a lot of really successful people, people that I look up to that are out there that are building brands that look so unbelievably confident. And every single person that I talk to, I'm like, do you have imposter syndrome? Yeah. Do you, do you experience fear? Do you experience not feeling worthy? Do you experience not feeling good? Every single one of them, yes, all the time. And I'm like, does it ever go away? And they all always say to me the exact same thing, John. Yeah, no, you just get better at like doing things with it there anyway. And in the book, I talk about the symptoms of fear. And sometimes we can experience fear as like actual anxiety and the way that we feel it in our body. And like, you know, when, you're, when your heart's pounding and your palms are sweating and you feel afraid. 
And sometimes we can experience fear as one of its symptoms where it's really Mm -hmm. sneaky and it sneaks in and it disguises itself as other things like imposter syndrome or perfectionism or analysis paralysis or comparisonitis. Mm -hmm. All of these different emotions that a lot of us entrepreneurs and business builders or people that are building a brand experience on the regular. And we think, oh, I'm not good enough. So I should just not do this right now. Right. I'm not good enough to be here. Maybe they'll all realize that I don't really know what I'm talking about. Or I'm not going to post that because it's not perfect. I'll wait. Oh, wait, maybe tomorrow it'll be better. Maybe tomorrow it'll be perfect. And I'll post the tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. And these are all lies that fear tells us. All of these symptoms like imposter syndrome is a classic one. And it always is there with me. Like even during this book launch, Jenna, Yeah. like a day doesn't go by where I don't feel, oh my gosh, like, am I good enough to be here? But the cool thing is, is that we have tools that we can use to help us move through imposter syndrome when it hits. And I've got a really good one for you. Yeah, share it. Okay. All right. So in the book, the third chapter of the book is called This Little List Will Change Your Life. And I know, Jenna, and I know us and a lot of our friends also experience this imposter syndrome. And I built this tool that I'm about to share with you through helping out one of my friends. And I totally created it by accident. So I want you, everyone that's listening, just put yourself in this position right now. I know you've had this conversation with a friend if you're building a business and you have a business bestie. So I was on the phone with my friend and she was like going to launch this product for the very first time. And she was having massive imposter syndrome on just finally pressing go and releasing it and announcing it to the world. And she was like, I can't do it. I'm going to wait. I think I'm going to wait a month. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. Like, who am I to be doing this? And I'm like, um, her name's Tori. I was like, Tori, I think we need to pause right now. And I think you need to just remember how much of a badass you really are. And she's like, okay, what do you mean? I'm like, why don't we just make a list of all of the moments in your life that like you were a badass? And so she starts writing down all of these things. Yeah. I'm like, write down. She's like, oh, I ran a marathon. Okay. She's like, I moved to New York city alone when I was 20 and I'm like, write that down. She's like, oh, and I was like, wait, how much did you charge for your first product? Did you make six figures on that launch? Yes. Like all these things. And she starts writing them down. I'm like, all right, let's play a game. Why don't you read this list out loud as if you're reading it about somebody else? Go read the list. And she starts reading it. I'm like, all right, now, if this was another person, would you tell this other person that they're not worthy of launching this course of doing this now? And she's like, no, Jen, they're awesome. I was like, okay, well, that's you. And so what I find happens, why we experience imposter syndrome a lot of the time is because we spend so much time on the internet comparing our chapter one to somebody else's chapter 20 comparing our real life to somebody else's highlight reel, somebody else's finished product. And we start to feel not good enough. We start to feel, forget how amazing we are. So sometimes we just need to remember. And the badass list is, is my tool that I go back to every single day. I did it last night. I keep it in my phone and it's simply a list of all the moments in my life where I felt amazing about myself. And there, some of them are really small, tiny moments, like private moments with my family. Some of them are big business moments. Some of them are moments that only I know about. Yeah. But whenever I'm feeling like I can't go into a situation or I can't launch something or I can't be seen or I can't put something out there because I'm not good enough, I just read that list out loud as if it's somebody else. And it's like, oh, is this person worthy of doing this thing? Yes. Yeah, no, this person's a badass and this is me. So I think you need to go just like do the damn thing, even if you feel like an imposter, because this is proof that you are not. Okay. I am obsessed with this. And I also just love that it makes you take a moment to really ask yourself, what have I done? And what has that felt like? And when have I felt like my whole self? When have I felt fully seen or welcomed or, you know, introduced or just fully embodied? And I love that because I think there's something very powerful about revisiting those feelings 
so that those feelings can kind of carry you with that confidence. I am obsessed. Okay. So there's this chapter in your book all about time travel. And I love this notion and I love the principle behind it. Walk me through. How did this come about? Why does it exist? What do you think of when you're talking about time travel? Mm. Okay. So the first part of the book, part one is called Be Courageous. And that's all around how to move through the symptoms of fear, imposter syndrome, so that we can tap back into who we really are so that we can figure out what we want to be seen as. Mm. So that moves into the second part, which is called Be Creative. And we're going to be creating like Jenna 2.0, Jen 2.0, insert your name 2.0, the person that you want to be seen as. So it mixes in like a little bit of real you, the person that you found in the part one, and then moves into part two, where you're going to be traveling through time and creating the future of your dreams. Because if we're not looking to the future and seeing who we want to be seen as, then we're going to be consistently kind of just floating and not really having any real direction towards like, oh, this, this is what it is for me. So in this part, I teach the creation process, which is like my five-step process to creating whatever it is that you want. And there's a lot of talk out on the internet, Jenna, about manifesting and the law of attraction. And this is the part of the book where we dive in deep to, I've been able to create a lot of stuff in my life. And many people would say, oh, Jen, you manifested it. Yes. But I don't even really believe that I manifested it. I believe I co-created it. Mm. And there's a section that I talk about which is the law of action. So I don't necessarily believe that I created anything just by visualizing about it and like thinking about it and then it magically appeared. Yes. I definitely learned how to reprogram my subconscious and reprogram my beliefs in myself so that I could take action with a lot less fear in the passenger seat of my car when I was taking action and with a lot more belief in myself. And so when I'm talking about time traveling in this section of the book, I'm really talking about how to reprogram your subconscious so that you can actually see yourself and not just see yourself, but believe and feel the actual feelings that you will feel when you have reached that full potential of who you really want to be and how we can actually feel those feelings now and carry those feelings with us now. So we can walk around the planet now feeling and being that person, because when you do that, You start to take action in ways that bring about the things that you desire. And I know you know all about this because I know your story. And we go really deep into that in this section of the book because it's so unbelievably important to understand that we have that power to feel and be the person that we want to be right now. And if we do that, we're going to attract those opportunities to us a lot faster so that all of a sudden we're not just seeing it our minds, we're seeing it in real life, in, in our actual existence. And we're like, oh yeah, I remember that because I visualized that. I visualized, I saw this, I felt this already and duh, here it is. And then it's way easier to receive all those good things when they come into our life because we've spent so much time practicing feeling them already. Okay, there is so much I'm obsessed with with this. So you know my slogan is where the woo meets the work and this is exactly that. And one of the things that I don't think is talked about often and you just brought this up is that so often we have these visions for our lives and a lot of us are achievers. So we're often on to the next thing. And I feel like when you actually take the time to imagine what would this feel like, not just what would it look like, but what would this feel like in my life? We, when we experience it, because it does come to fruition, we are awake to it. Like we don't miss it. Like we actually experience the wholeness of reaching those milestones or achieving those goals or hitting those markers in our lives. And like, for me, it's like making pancakes with my daughters. Like it's the silliest thing, but it's like, I get choked up every time I do it. Not because that moment is super fancy or anything like that, but because I envisioned it for so long and now I'm embodying 
seeing it and I'm experiencing it. And I feel like a lot of times we talk about like the visualization to fruition part, but we don't talk about the part that like allows us to like relish in it, which is like where joy comes from in our lives. Do you like fast-paced and packed-with-value stories of successful entrepreneurs? From failures to aha moments to what's working for them today? If so, you will love Entrepreneurs on Fire, hosted by my friend, John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneurs on Fire stokes inspiration and shares strategies to fire up your entrepreneurial journey and create the life you've always dreamed of. Their recent episodes about starting an RV rental business, the future of real estate, and how to cultivate a mindset of resilience have all got my wheels turning on how to generate more revenue and fulfillment. Listen to Entrepreneurs on Fire wherever you get your podcasts. I am obsessed with learning about people's routines and I wanted to share my nightly routine with you. So every night before bed, I wash my face, I do my skincare routine, brush my teeth, and then I use my higher dose red light face mask. Now this helps enhance my skin's natural processes while I sleep. I strap it on, grab my Kindle, read in bed. It's super comfortable to wear. Now, maybe you're wondering, what does that actually do? So Natural sunlight impacts countless functions in our body, from skin health to energy levels to natural recovery processes. The red light face mask uses red and near-infrared wavelengths that are credited to aid in collagen production, reduction in fine lines and wrinkles, cell regeneration, and it can help offer a noticeable boost in radiance. If you want to absorb even more of the rejuvenating light of the sun without the harmful UV rays... Higher Dose also just came out with this red light neck enhancer, which doses your often overlooked neck area. I have been using this. It has this functional cordless design and adjustable straps. It's super easy to add this powerful portable device to your evening routine. It has also been added to mine. Get your red light face mask today at jennacutcher.com slash higher dose and use the code gold digger for 15% off site wide with the exception of full saunas, bundles, and subscriptions. Again, that's jennacutcher.com slash higher dose with the code gold digger. Yes. The fifth step in the creation process is to receive it. Yeah. And the receiving part is the part that a lot of people skip over. They just, they're, oh yeah, duh, this, okay, moving on, on to the next thing. Yeah. And if we don't fully experience and receive the thing that we've been wanting for so long and really be in it and experience all those feelings and whoa, this can really happen and I created this and I felt this before and now I'm receiving it and and, and expanding myself in it right now, then how are we going to do it again next time? Yes. How are we going to have that proof of concept for next time? There's a part in the book where I talk about your pancake story just made me like, feel like, oh my God, this totally happened to me. Yeah. Where when I booked my very first big role in, in the Broadway national tour of The Wedding Singer, before I got this part, it was just my dream role. And I saw the woman play it on Broadway and I was like, I'm going to play this part one day. Yeah. And I was literally like a student roaming around New York City, like living in a tiny little four foot by four foot room with a bunk bed and like never in my life have I auditioned for Broadway. But I was like, I'm going to play this part. Yeah. And I visualized myself playing the part for months in my bed before I went to bed, like singing the songs, feeling the costume on my body, singing myself to sleep and just feeling as if this was really mine and tricking myself to believe that I was this role in The Wedding Singer, like it was mine. And in the book, I tell the entire story. I won't go into it in detail, but I didn't get it literally probably four or five times. I had to do it again and again and again. I had to rise to the occasion. I had to be persistent again and again. And then I got the understudy. And then I had to sit there and be the understudy. And it was a whole over a year's process of me from auditioning 
to actually getting to be that role on that stage, wearing the exact same costume that the woman on Broadway wore. And when I had that moment on the stage, looking out at the audience with the lights on my body and the costume on me and, and seeing the exact same visual that I had done in my little twin bed, like years prior, I walked backstage and I, I collapsed on the floor. I was like, oh my God, you can create anything you want. I've been here before. But here was the lesson that I learned because if I would have just visualized it and hoped that it came to me, or if I would have just tried and the first time I didn't get the part, I'd give up because, oh, I guess it's not for me because the manifestation didn't work. I didn't get the role. And I just gave up and I didn't keep going. I would have never gotten there. Hmm. So I was like, you can create anything that you want, but you just have to keep going until you get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so there's, powerful. There's two pieces there. Yeah. Like mis mixing the woo with the work. I love that so much, Jenna, because you can woo it up, but if you don't put the work in, the yeah. woo just makes the work easier. Yeah. Yeah. So as you're saying that, one thing that keeps popping into my brain is that you have had so many different identities, right? And there is something that is so scary for women to shift their identity, whether it's leaving a corporate job or leaving a bad marriage or, you know, shifting into motherhood or whatever that is. Can we talk a little bit about like the identity crisis and like how you've yes. been able to kind of clothe yourself in these new identities with confidence, even if it maybe wasn't there at the beginning? Yes. Oh, man. One of my favorite quotes Ever is the Steve Jobs quote, you can't connect the dots looking forwards. You can only connect them looking backwards. Yeah. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. Yeah. And when I was a little girl, I thought that my whole purpose on this life was to be an actress. I knew I was like, my purpose, I knew then, like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to have a career reading other people's lines, auditioning, waiting for someone else to pick me, performing on stage, saying somebody else's words and singing someone else's songs. That's what I thought it was all for. Hmm. So I worked really hard thinking that that was the vision. And I think that a lot of us have this vision that either someone else implanted in our head or maybe we implanted in our head a long time ago. And we're so focused on that vision that we can't see all the other opportunities that are maybe to the right or to the left that could provide us the same feeling that we would get with that vision, but in a totally different vehicle. Yeah. And now, so I'll, I'll tell you a really quick story, which is one of my favorite stories in the book ever. It's one of my favorite stories of all time for me. Now I'm a motivational speaker. I speak all over the country internationally. So now I'm on stage, right? Performing, yeah. but it's much different than being an actress. It's still the same feeling, but way better. Yeah. And if you would have told me when I was wanting to be an actress that I would end up being a speaker and able to say my own words and help people with my skills instead of being a character and I get to choose myself and I get to throw my own shows, I would have told you, you're crazy. What is that? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> right. I would not have been open to that reinvention. Yeah. I would have been so focused. But throughout my journey, I just allowed whatever came my way to come my way. And without knowing, I don't even think I really knew what I was doing consciously, but I just yeah. like allowed myself to dip my toe in all these different things and try different things and allow the clarity to really form through action. So skip to last year, my dad, my dad's been along this journey with me my whole life, obviously, because he's my dad. But my dad, when I was an actress, like he was always in the front row always like cheering me on, like sitting on the floor of like my high school, like tile floor, like when we would perform like in the gym with flowers in his arms and, and saying like, Jenny, you're going from hallway to Broadway. I know it. Like he was always there for me. And every time I didn't get a role or I failed at something, like he was the one on the phone saying, you've got this. I love you. I'm there for you. And my dad now has multiple sclerosis, so he can't travel and he can't get on an airplane to come see me perform in the way that I perform now. 
which is speaking on stages. And just last year, I was invited to speak at an event in Fort Lauderdale, right near where he lives. And so he was so excited. He was like, I don't care how far in that casino I have to walk with my cane. I'm going to get there and I'm going to see you speak. So it was a real estate event. So it was very bro-y, Jenna, yeah. like lots of guys. <laughs> and I love these events. So my dad's in the front row and I have all of these real estate investors standing up and visualizing their perfect day. And they all have their eyes closed and they're all getting all emotional. And I look at my dad and my dad is like hysterically crying. Mm. And I have this whole moment where I get to speak and show my dad what I'm doing now and like really be in that, wow, this was the purpose kind of a moment. And we get in the car and we're leaving the event. And my dad looks at me, he's like, Jenny, this is what it was all for. That metal show, the wedding singer, all the auditioning, all the failures, all the, the fitness business, the media company, like all of it, all of it was there for such an important reason. It was because of this. And we didn't know this yeah. back then. I wish we knew. And I'm so proud of you. So sometimes you can't see the end goal. You just have to take that next step forward. And I just kept taking that next step forward, even though a lot of them didn't make sense. Yep. A lot of the steps didn't <laughs> at all, at all. And if you read the book, you'll see a lot of the steps were like, what the hell is this, Jen? Yeah. Really? Like this was a step, but it all led me to where I'm supposed to be right now. And having that moment with my dad, the one that was there the whole time to look at me and say, this is what it was all for. was like, whoa, you don't know the purpose in the beginning. You need to be open. Because maybe my purpose still that's moving on forward past this is something bigger than I couldn't even have seen. And that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That makes me so emotional as a parent. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I, was like, I was actually thinking about your babies right now as I told you that. I know yeah. it's I mean, it is just wild. And I, I think it's so beautiful because you're doing something you imagine, but in a way only you can do it. And I feel like that is like life fully experienced of like your gifts. And I think it's incredible. One thing that you have is this unshakable confidence. You talk about the confidence continuum. Let's talk about confidence because I think there are people like you and I who are just somehow born with some level of confidence. Like we just think, why not? And, and of course we can, and let's go for it. What about people that don't naturally feel that way? Like, where does confidence come from? How do we foster it? How do we practice it? How do we strengthen it? Let's talk about confidence. Yes. Okay. So I was not like, I feel like I was born very confident and I share a lot of stories in the book where my confidence was shaken and I think I lost it. So I believe that, you know, and you can probably looking at your little girls, you're probably reminded that when we're born, we're just confident. Yeah. Like we ask for what yeah. we want. We give hugs unapologetically. We cry when we need something. We wear whatever fairy costume we want to the store and yes. we don't give a, you know, yep. whatever at all. However, somewhere along the line, this happened to me, someone or something happens and you stop believing in yourself and you start to think, oh, I should do it this way. I, I need to be this way in order to fit in. I need to dim my light a little bit. And then for me, at least, I started to get really confused and I lost, I lost that like real gen, like spunk that I had when I was a little kid, I lost it. And I started just really caring what other people thought about me. And after that metal show and after, after the show got canceled, when I was hiding for so long and I had to actually come out as who I really was, I had zero confidence, Jenna. Like I'm telling you zero. I didn't know how to talk to the camera as me. I knew how to do it as an actress with a costume on and all like a ton of makeup and the whole thing. And I remember I was starting to build my brand and I knew that I needed to go live on social media and I was petrified. 
And you like you just joined me this morning for my I get ready with. So everyone that's listening every morning, I put my makeup on in front of everybody in the world on Instagram, everyone that's watching every day. And I answer questions and I want to just make sure everyone knows that you might see me doing that. And it might seem like I'm unbelievably confident in that. But that took a lot of reps, a lot of practice to gain that confidence. So if you don't feel confident, I want you to listen and really listen good because confidence can be created. It actually can be created over time, but it does take a little bit of discomfort. It does take experiencing the hard thing. So the confidence continuum is all about taking action with fear there anyway. You're going to feel the fear. It's going to be scary to do the thing that you don't want to do. But every single time you move through and you do the thing with fear there anyway, and you get to the other side and you stick to the commitment you made with yourself, no matter how difficult it was or how scary or how painful, and you're on the other side, you're like, whoa, I didn't die. I just did that you're putting another coin in your confidence bank. You're becoming mm. more confident because the next time you go to do something scary, you have proof that you can do it yeah. and you have trust. All confidence is self-trust. It's trust that you did it before. So with, for instance, with these Instagram lives, I help people be seen online specifically. That's like really what my business does. And everyone's like, I'm too scared to go live. I'm too scared to make a video. All you got to do is do the hard thing once. And once you do the hard thing once, you never have to do that first time ever again. Yes. And after you've done that first time, you're going to celebrate that win. So make sure you don't skip the celebration. Make sure you have a celebration with yourself. Whoa, I did it. Gives you the dopamine, the serotonin. Okay, you did it. You went live. Maybe it was only for three minutes and maybe only two people joined, but that's okay. You still did it. So what that's going to do is that's going to give you that little bit of motivation and confidence to do it the next time. The next time is still going to be hard, but it's going to be a little easier than the first time. So then you do it the next time you take action. Fear is still going to be there. You got to do it and you do it and it's a little easier. And maybe that next time you get a little bigger win. Maybe next time six people join. And maybe next time somebody DMs you after and they're like, wow, that was amazing. I really want to talk to you about working with you. How can I work with you? Whoa, big win. Holy crap. Now you're when I go live, something really cool could happen. Then you're going to be way more confident to do it the next time. Because you know you've done it twice now. You know that you're not going to die. You know that that discomfort's temporary. And you know that a good thing happens on the other side. It's training. It's like going to the gym yeah. and putting in the reps and working out those muscles so you can get stronger. And now I do it every day and it's not a big deal and I'm confident, but it didn't start that way. So I want everyone that's listening to please know that confidence is built from consistently sticking with the commitments you make with yourself. Yes. Every time you say you're going to do something and you don't do it, you're telling your subconscious that you can't trust yourself to follow through. But every single time that you do tell yourself, all right, I'm going to do this today. And you follow through and you do it, even though it was hard or it was scary or painful or it sucked, but you get to your bed that night because we're all going to make it to our bed every single night. And you can be in your bed and you can be like, wow, I did that today. Yeah. That's boom, cha-ching, more coins, more coins in your confidence bank. Oh, I love this. I agree. I think consistency breeds confidence and confidence carries us forward. And that I think, you know, what would you say to someone? Because I think you just hit on something so important. There are so many people out here who have tried and they don't follow through, right? Whether it's the food plan or the exercise or the business or the opportunity. And I feel like so many people are walking around with the heaviness of guilt and shame of having not followed through, which has robbed them of the confidence needed to carry them. 
What would you say to those people? Because I think every single person listening has had something in their life that they didn't follow through on. Like this is not a unique experience. This is part of being a human. But when we carry that guilt and shame with it, I think it robs us of future joy. And so what would you say to someone who's listening to this and they're like, that's me. Like I've made myself promises and I don't keep them and I don't trust myself to keep them any longer. I agree. I hear you so much. And I'm thinking about that person right now because I've been that person. Yeah. Ah, we're all humans. We all exist on this planet and we all have fears and insecurities and doubts and things that make us and experiences in our life, maybe traumatic experiences that keep us from sticking to our commitments. And I think it's really about self-love, compassion, and grace and understanding and knowing that you're a human and you can reinvent every single day. Every single day is a new day to step up and be like, listen, just in this moment, First, this, this moment right now, I'm going to stick to this commitment. And listen, if you don't and life gets lifey, give yourself a break. Give yourself compassion. Give yourself love. If your baby, your child, or your best friend, or your partner was being so hard on themselves for not doing something, would you shame them? Would you be mean to them? Would you be not? No, you'd be like, it's okay. We got this. You'd cheer them on. You'd support them. You'd give them all of the strength that they need to go do it. Try again the next day. So I think that all of this has so much nuance in it. Because I'm not, I do not come from the, the world of you have to believe in yourself 100%. You have to go for it 100% because as humans, I don't think we're ever early at 100%. And if we wait until 100% to take action, or if we are so hard on ourselves until we're at 100%, we're always going to be upset. We're always not going to be happy. We're always not going to be fulfilled. Yeah. So for me, I always just tell myself, and Chris and I both do this together, my husband, we just want to believe and do like like, let's just get there 51%, 51% of the time, like a little bit more than we don't. Like some days you're going to be at 99. Some days you're going to be at 86. Some days you're going to be at 65. Some days you're just going to be at 51. Yeah. And if you could just be at 50, a little bit more than you don't, just a little bit, you can take action with knowing that it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be messy. And that is life and loving and understanding that about you. And that's what makes you unique. And that's what makes you different. And that's what makes you human. And that's often what makes you connect with other people, being able to be just exactly who you are. That's life. Yeah. And so 51%. I love that. Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. 
Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay. I have a little bit of a personal question, but I think you'll go there with me. So you used to run a PR agency that was very successful and your sweet spot. And you spoke about this in our last interview was helping other people be seen. What has it felt like for you to be the one being seen now as you're putting your book out into the world? I love that you asked me this because we're going to really go there. This is hard, Jenna. Yeah. I know you know it because you just did it. Yeah. And it's, I'm so excited to talk about this because the meta thing about it is I wrote the book called Be Seen and I'm teaching people how to be seen. And I wrote this book to force myself to step up to a level where I had to be seen more than I've ever been seen in my life. And now I'm doing it. And there's so much that comes up when you put Mm -hmm. a book out into the world. All the symptoms of fear are screaming at me. Just last night, I was up at one in the morning worrying about whatever, like imposter syndrome and like, oh my God, should I, like this rejection or this, you know, situation and like fear of of not succeeding or not hitting the goal. And it's all there. There's so much noise. And I'm moving through it and talking about it a lot. And that's been really helping me. Like, look, I'm reading my book to myself. Yes. And getting my own tips (laughs) and actually moving through this with that because this is the reality and it doesn't matter what level you get to. Yeah. I feel like I know that this is going to be there and I'm actually, I'm, it sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. Like all these feelings, like they're not fun feelings to have, but I'm sitting in it and I'm like, wow. And as I have this conversation with you, I'm like, I'm really grateful I'm experiencing this because I know that the next level that I get to in my life is going to bring all of these fears on again. Mm-hmm. It's just, they're there because we're people and that's what we experience. And as long as we're stretching and growing, they're going to be there because it's uncertainty. It's not knowing it's all of those things. 
And now I have even more proof that even though they were there, those feelings, the fear, the imposter syndrome, the perfectionism, the comparison, the analysis process, all of it, I was able to move through and I did it. And the more that we have experience of moving through and doing it and using all the tools that we have available to us to do it and knowing that sometimes it's just going to suck and knowing sometimes it's just going to be, we have more proof that we can do it next time. Yeah. So it's all there for sure. And anyone that's listening, please come and follow along the journey because I'm going to be very open about all of this. And I think it's important that people talk about it because it's really easy to see a book launch from afar and think that somebody has just got it's perfect and easy and Parts of it might be easy and parts of it have been easy for me. Thank God for friends like you who have told me things in advance to help make it easier. But there's a lot of it that's not. Yeah. And I think it's important to talk about it and make sure you know that you're not comparing your real life to something that's not necessarily real. That's just portrayed online. So it's yeah, all the fear is there. It's there, but we're moving through it. I love that. I mean, I love that you share that. And thank you for sharing that because I think that for so many of us too, we can see the light in other people, but when it's like cast on us, it's like we want to shy away. And for so many authors, while you are writing a book and launching a book and putting it out into the world, we're like reminded of the lessons and like even tethered to this deeper anchor of like, I need this. Other people need this. I'm not alone in this. And having watched your journey and your career and thinking about how you love to thrust other people in the spotlight in a way that only you can do. I can imagine now you're experiencing these different feelings of like, I will be seen and this is me. And I just think it's so beautiful. So in closing, I would love just a short definition of like what it means to you to be fully seen. What does that mean? Yeah, for me, it always starts with seeing myself. So it always starts with seeing you for exactly who you are. And I was so removed from that, that little girl that I was when I was little and you'll read about it. I was very loud and proud. I was very unapologetic. I was very, you know, come in here and I'm going to stand on this table and do a show for you right now. And you're going to see me. And I wanted to be seen so bad. And I saw myself and I didn't care what anyone thought. And I was so removed from her that I had to find her again. And I had to truly be able to see her in order to even dip my toe into being seen on this level. And I'm so glad that I did because there's one thing to be seen and building a brand and becoming famous and being somebody that you think everybody needs you to be because I did that. And that never feels good. It feels out of alignment. It feels yucky. It feels like a lie. And also you attract customers, clients, followers, audience, all of the above that think that you're somebody that you're not. And that's exhausting to keep up with. Exhausting. In fact, unrealistic to keep up with. You can't keep up with that for that long. Yeah. When you show up as exactly who you are and you're able to see yourself And you're able to maybe not necessarily 100% believe that you need to be out there and showing yourself like you're going to have the fear, you're going to have the perfectionism, you're going to have all the things, but be able to then put that real you out there and allow people to see you vulnerably. And you're going to be able to connect deeply with an audience and you will be seen. And not only will you be seen by people and form those deep connections with people, those are the types of connections that build a business and build a brand forever and ever and ever, but you're also going to be unbelievably proud of the person that you're showcasing to the world. And that is the feeling I want everybody listening to this to have. 
Hmm. Okay. So here's an assignment for all of our listeners. I want everyone after listening to this episode to create your badass list. So I want for you to sit down and just take a minute to think about the things that you've accomplished, the things that you've overcome, the things that you've achieved, the times that you felt most alive, the times that you felt most seen. And I want you to have that, whether you screenshot it and make it your phone background so you see it or write it down on paper in a place that you'll notice it every day. That is what I want you to walk away from. And there's so much more waiting inside of Jen's book. So Jen, where can everybody get your book, Be Seen? And then where can we also connect with you online? You can find it anywhere books are sold. But if you want to make it super easy, go to BeSeenBook.com. That's where all the stores are. That's where you can get goodies from me, BeSeenBook.com. And then online, Instagram is the fastest, easiest way to find me. I'm in there. I'm in the DMs. Go for it. At Jen underscore Gottlieb, one N. Oh my gosh, Jen. Thank you for coming back on the show. Congratulations on your book. I am so excited for more people to learn from you. And I am just so elated that you are now adding the title author to this beautiful and ever-changing identity that you continue to share with us and our audience. So congratulations. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Who else is leaving in today's episode just feeling inspired and feeling a little bit less alone. I think there's something so powerful when we call out those things that are holding us back, whether it's confidence or shifting our identities or change. When we actually talk about them and take them out of the dark and bring them into the light, it allows us as a community to start moving forward more boldly and also to link arms with one another on the journey. I absolutely loved having Jen back on the podcast. I hope you love today's episode and I cannot wait to see your assignments. Make your own list of all of your achievements, all the things that you've accomplished, all the places that you felt most alive and take a shot and send it to me. I would love to see what's on your list so that I can cheer you on in hopes of you cheering yourself on. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Of course, until next time, keep on digging your biggest goals. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. 
Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.